Is your business worth saving? Welcome to Business Rescue Roadmap, providing new approaches to your business, how to avoid pitfalls, and proven methods to take your business to the top. Save your business, rescue your life with your host and business coach, Stacy Tushel. Welcome to the Business Rescue Roadmap. This is episode number 70, and this is Stacey Tushel, your host. Today's show, we have Emily Filaramo, and let me give you a little background on her before we welcome her to the show. She is the author of the book, How to Permanently Erase Negative Self-Talk So That You Can Be Extraordinary, and the founder of Be More Extraordinary Academy. One thing that I loved about Emily, which made me you know, reach out to her and ask her to be on the show, is she talks about trans transforming you into the most extraordinary version of you. And I know that's such a big topic we try to hit home on. So this is going to be a great episode. And another uh, thing about Emily too is she's a graduate of Cornell University. So we are going to dive right in. If you are ready, Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Stacey. Oh, absolutely. And before we we jump right in, is there anything I missed or or maybe you can share with us a little bit personally about you? You know, are you a mom, a wife? Let, let us know a little bit more about you. Yes, I am a mom and a wife. I have a 23-year-old. Okay, great. And uh, I've been married to my husband, Richard, for, oh, I think it's, is it 28 years? Something wow. like that. Wow. <laughs> well, congratulations. That's amazing. Yes. And I spent 27 years in corporate America working for a pharmaceutical company in pharmaceutical sales. And in October of 2011, I got laid off. And that started oh. my entrepreneurial journey. So a lot of the lessons I learned in, in the last four or five years, that's what I'm going to be sharing and, and how to manifest success. Perfect. Well, and that's kind of, we'll go right into my first question. Our, our topic we usually talk about is committing to win or cutting your losses. And that's the story of how did you start your entrepreneurial journey? So why don't you kind of lead into that for us? After I got laid off in October 2011, one person pivoted my life so dramatically. And this was my financial planner who brought me into his office and just said, oh, you know, with fresh tears from the layoff. And I still had three years of a $60,000 a year college tuition to pay and a mortgage. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to find another job. And he says, stop looking for another job. I've watched you for the last 20 years and you have all the skill sets to be an entrepreneur. And I said, what? I <laughs> I, I had never, ever, ever considered like me being on my own. So he says, just put that in the back of your mind. So for the next five months, I go trying to look for another pharmaceutical sales job. And all these managers that were interviewing me were like 15 years younger than I am. And they're probably thinking she's overqualified. She's going to tell me what to do. And I can't have that. So nothing, nothing materialized. And in March of 2012, I was in the middle of um, a really potentially lucrative job in a biotech company. And I said, you know what, if I don't get this job, I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to jump in and do my thing. It's it's meant to be that I'm going to launch into an uh, to be an entrepreneur. And, and on a side note, I just found out that this company is bust, went bust two years ago. So it's, oh, wow. good, it's a good thing I materialized. Yes. So in March of 2012, I said, okay, I'm going all in. I I don't know what I'm doing. And that was a frantic search for business mentors. And how do I create a brand and marketing? And what do I market? And so naturally, I studied a nutrition at Cornell. So I said, okay, I'll launch as a nutritionist. That's a passion of mine. 
And it took me, you know, like working 80 hours a week, refreshing myself on nutrition, taking a review course, taking marketing courses, just, just like working 12 hours a day to try to learn all of this stuff. I had to build a website. So by July 2012, I took in my first paying nutrition client and I started to do some of that coaching. And what I realized was that six months later, like, oh, I might be an expert in nutrition, but I hate it. I hate telling, I hated telling people how to eat their broccoli and drink their right. smoothies because they weren't addressing the real emotional issues that were causing them to not believe in themselves. So that, so just, so, so, so that, that's one of the lessons learned is you just have to take the first step. Just go, go whatever that next step is. And then just know that you're going to fail nine times before you hit that success. And you have to do enough, believe in yourself enough to say, I'm going to make this work no matter what. So I knew when I jumped off that cliff, sure, there were lots of unknowns. And yeah, I was a little afraid because I was spending boatloads of money on mentors and, and the money wasn't coming in to replace it fast enough. And so, but I knew deep down in my heart that if I just learned and found the right mentors and just implemented the right systems and just kept going, that it was all going to work out. Yeah. And I, I love a couple of parts of that story. First, I love that you said, you know, you're at this specific age where you never thought you would ever be doing something like this. So I think that just shows you it doesn't matter if you've been with a company for 10 years, five years, 20 years. There's, there is no good age to start doing this. So if you're ready, I think that's a great way to, to kind of start showing people it can happen at any stage in your life. Love that. Yes. And it's also taking all of the lemons of your life. Yeah. I knew that in the back of my mind that this layoff, it's, it's supposed to be telling me something. And this layoff did not come at the right time. You know, when you got yeah. big college tuition to pay, it's like, <laughs> Well, you just, you just, you have to go with it. Yeah. Well, and then I like too that you said about just kind of put something out there because here's the thing. We're always refining and figuring out, you know, I, I feel like my niche even sometimes I'm, I'm looking at my clientele and my, my target market and I'm going, Oh, wait, they like this or they like that. I need to start shifting a little bit more towards that. So even today, I'm still refining certain things. So I think you just have to throw it out there, see what comes out. And then just keep tweaking as you go. Yes, you, you have to keep going. And the, 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 I think some people have, may have seen this, you know, sex, success is not a straight line. It's all sorts of wiggles and, and, uh, failures. And, and uh, I could go on and on about all the pivot points where I thought something great was happening. Oh my God, this is good. Like turn my business around. And it just like, it was like getting pie thrown into your face. Yeah. And so let me ask you and dive a little deeper. When you were so lost and you didn't know what to do, you're working crazy hours. Who did you look for? I mean, who was your mentor? Who are you checking out online? Take us through that journey. So I did sign up with a couple of big five-figure mastermind mentors. Okay. Mm, I'm not going to name names. They, yeah, they were fine. okay for what I had to learn. But they were not where, uh, what I realized, what I, I learned what I needed to learn price was I paid a lot of money and it was worth only a fraction of what I paid. She did not deliver the value. It was all big talk, but the biggest gift in investing in that mentorship was I met my ideal business partner. Oh, wow. Okay. And it, 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 it's ideal strategic alliance. And that would have never happened had I not signed up for it. So even if you, even if you, um, 
feel like, okay, this is it. And what I'm learning is that so many of the opportunities that come your way where you're saying, this is it, this is it, this is going to like change my life. Mm, There's usually a bigger reason why that's happening to you. There's something underneath. Even being on... I was on one of the, a very big entrepreneurial podcast. And this just happened uh, back in February. It was, I, I, so I'm on a podcast with you right now prior to this, this other big, big person that gets like half a million downloads a month. Right. So I overprepared for that podcast because it was formulaic. These are the questions going to ask you. So it seemed like I needed to say things in a certain way. So I had these notes in front of me. Now, right now I'm talking to, I don't have notes. And I find find that the best way is these conversations that we're having. And because that one, I felt like, this is like my big thing. Well, it turned out to be the biggest flop, but the people that have contacted me as a result of that, it's been gold. The connections that I made so even though I saw it as a flop, it's like, oh, okay. This one person that reached out to me is like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. And, and because he kind of, he kind of felt sorry for me in some way. And we developed this friendship that's, that's, that's amazing. And now he's introducing me to somebody really important. So even when you do flop, there is a silver lining at the end. Right, right, right. Well, and let me ask you. It's just go and flop. I was going to say, so what was, um, without getting too specific, but what was the flop? Like what made you feel like it was a flop? It, I, I wasn't, even though all of the talking points that I had, it, it um, the couple of people that reached out to me say, it, it, it sounded like you were reading from a script. And I okay. said, yeah, I kind of had all the answers in front of me because he Got went it. straight down the questions. And I was kind of reading the answers. Uh, it, it, even though I had the, the energy put into it, it just didn't found, sound as spontaneous. Um, and I, I, I got the message across, uh, and obviously people uh, bought my book as a result of it, and a couple of them have even, uh, have become clients. So I know that, you know, it was successful in that way, but in terms of my standards, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, I didn't feel that it was one of my best interviews. Got it. Great. Well, and I think it just shows you in this world, it's your, it's best to be authentic and to just, you know, we're having a conversation right now and just like you're not reading, I'm not reading. I mean, this is a real conversation that we get to have. And I think people, that's what they love about it. Yeah. It's being off the cuff. It's being about, so what happens is that when you're an entrepreneur, you have to dig down so deep and bring out parts of you that you didn't even know that, that was, that are there to help you, to give you the courage to do that thing that you've never done before. And so that all goes back to doing the inner work to believe that you deserve success. Because if you have any parts of you, those voices that I clearly think you are, you're not good enough, you're not skinny enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough. If you have any of those voices come up, uh, then it's going to be very hard to speak from your heart, especially when you're on stage or on an, in an interview. And, um, and that's what happens. So in order for your business to rise to the level that you believe that it should be, it's going to depend on, on the inner work that you do. And, and our past is going to show up in the present, especially in the entrepreneurial journey. And if you don't do the work to erase the negative self-talk and the insecurities, you're going to procrastinate and not do the work to reach out yeah. to people and manifest success. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, thank you so much for that. Now, I want to ask you, what would you say are your personal strengths? I mean, what do you feel like um, 
personally, you know, one or two things that really helps you continue to grow your business? So my personal strengths from taking taking several psychometric um, assessments about how my brain is wired. I've been told that based on these assessments that I'm one of the few people that have not only a visionary brain, but at the same time that that visionary brain fires, the detail and execution part of me is firing at the same time. So I think in a different way, like some, some visionaries that get so visionary, they're forgetting that what they're thinking about is not practical. So, so I'm very, um, my strength, I get focused when I need to get focused, but I could juggle a lot of balls in the air. And my number one strength is, is just my ability to connect with people, my ability to win friends, how to win friends and influence people. And because I've been in a sales career for 27 years, and having to try to get a hold of the CEO of a hospital, it's like, or the head of surgery, and these people are mean, and they don't see any drug reps. Well, I always found a way to get through. I always found a way to get through to the to the support staff. I just knew how to win and uh, win friends and influence people. I mean, that's been my my pivotal book. And 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 so many people are always thinking about themselves. What am I going to look like? Uh, what am I going to sound like? Well, it's not about you. You just have to get interested in other people and help people other other people solve their pain and validate who they are. Because when you do that, you can have anything you want. Yeah, I love that. And I think if somebody's listening right now and they think, well, I'm not really good at that, that is something you should be working on every day. Because I, I really, really, truly believe that Emily is right. She's kind of hit the nail on the head here saying, you've got to build relationships. That's all what it's about. Uh, build relationships. And in order to build amazing relationships where people cannot get enough of you, that is going to depend on your energy. Yeah, I, I agree. And your energy is dependent upon how much you believe in yourself, how much you actually are madly in love with yourself. Not in a narcissistic way. It's 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 other people picking up the energy of self love and believing in, in you that they cannot help but want to be in your presence and help you out to achieve your success. Great, excellent. Well, before we jump into the second part of this, I just want to take a brief moment and pause for one of our sponsors. All right, let me tell you about some of the things that FreshBooks can do for you in your business before we move on to the show. FreshBooks is the online accounting software that I personally use in my business. And a couple of the things that I use it for is something like invoicing. You can use FreshBooks to create and send invoices in about 30 seconds. There is no formatting, no fuss, just perfectly crafted invoice. And they also have late payment reminders. So when a client forgets to pay you on time, let FreshBooks handle the, the awkwardness with customizable late payment reminders. All right, now go and check out their 30-day free trial. You do not need a credit card to sign up, and you can just go to freshbooks.com forward slash rescue, and then let them know you heard about us on the Business Rescue Roadmap. So check it out. See what I use to help save my business and rescue my life every day. All right, back to the show. All right, we are back, and I want to jump right back in, Emily, and get to a few more questions before we wrap up today. But I would love to ask you, um, we talked about marketing just very briefly in the beginning, and you brought up how as an entrepreneur, a new entrepreneur, you had to learn all of these things. And what was one of the marketing tactics that you really had to embrace to make sure that you were building these connections and these relationships that we've been talking about? So what I have learned is that marketing is all about 
understanding your ideal customer. It's really narrowing down who you love to serve. And I think for most of us, after we try to serve the masses, because I know, you know, what I did in nutrition and now what I do now is a be more extraordinary magician. And by the way, the branding, we're talking about marketing. I've been called a magician by several clients, you know, a couple of years ago. And they said, you're not a coach. You're not a therapist. You're not, I, I, we can't, I can't even describe who you are. I mean, you, you, you were the catalyst for my success. You were the catalyst for my happiness. You're, you're actually a magician that turned me into the most extraordinary version of me, the man or the woman that I've always dreamed of becoming. I said, Oh my God, that's my branding to be an extraordinary <laughs> magician. Cause we're all born polished diamonds, but that diamond gets a little cloudy because of all the significant emotional events that get downloaded, uh, that, that we experience and we get programmed with, I'm not enough. I'm not important. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. All that stuff, all that garbage of those limiting beliefs is what is carrying us in the present. And if we don't, if we don't do the work, it's what you want. And I've seen this in the masterminds that I have been in. 80 to 90% of those people spend uh, five-figure sums to try to like, oh, if this mentor would just teach me this marketing system. And you know what? Most of them have not gotten anywhere because they haven't done enough inner work to step up to their most extraordinary self, to be authentic, to be courageous, to say what they mean. And so at the end of the day, what I have realized is that my, the people that I love working with one-on-one are game changers, game changers, people either in the entrepreneurial world or in the, or corporate leaders who, who are like myself. They resonate with my energy, who already had a track record of success and they want to get to that next level because they know there is more of them that can be unleashed. So I tend to get, you know, a lot of the overeducated types and people who are constantly trying to improve themselves who are in, in high level positions and uh, in their profession. And they resonate with my story and they resonate with the, the pains that I had to go through as a child. And, you know, that story is all, all in my book and they resonate with, I get it. I get what I have to do. So I need you to help me. So my marketing, my website, be more extraordinary.com. You know, if you look at the homepage, it's, it's geared towards the languaging and the, the, and the pain points that my ideal clients, clients, um, uh, deal with. And so, so again, that's, I experimented. Now I work right, the, yeah. with, with the average, average Joe Schmo in my community. And I'm just like, no, that doesn't. It, it's not driving my energy. They, they're better. Yeah. It has to be both both sides. You know, you want to want to work with these people. So I 100% agree with you on that. Yes. And you won't know that until you go through. Now, everyone say, I could help everybody. Yeah, we know. I mean, if you're a marketing expert, any marketing expert can help everybody. But who are your ideal market are hippies just like you? There's plenty of them out there. So it's that whole concept of go an inch wide and a mile deep in your marketing so that you are polarizing. Either people love you or they're like, let me get out of this website. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Now, you had talked in the beginning how you were working these long hours trying to, you know, get this business up and running. So take us now to the moment. How is your work-life balance? I always ask you, do you even think that word that that exists? And if so, is it better for you? Do you think you have it? Kind of fill us in on that. Work-life balance? That doesn't exist. (laughs) I, I 
I think I'm still working, you know, crazy hours, but of course I give myself breaks, you know, in between. If I didn't get a good night's sleep, okay, if I don't have a client in the middle of the afternoon, I'll, I'll take a one hour and a half, but I'll be working at eight o'clock at night. So that's what I love about the entrepreneurial world. Um, and so what I see, because this is the stuff that I love doing, it's not work. It's my soul's calling. So the tribe that I hang out with now, you know, with, with this um, amazing collaborator that, uh, that, that I was fortunate enough to find, you know, we launched Game Changer Network. And uh, if anybody's interested, they could go to GameChangerNetwork.com. That's, that's the tribe of people that I hang out with. So the, the point is, in, if you tell me all you're going to do all day long is coach, somebody's going to feed you, feed you five clients a day, and you're going to do the deep dive coaching. I said, uh-uh, that is not my vision of a work-life balanced life. That's like just work. That's the genius gifts of my coaching. But I need all of these other quote-unquote distractions and activities. Yeah, Oops, and I so, and we hung out and did work. Yeah, and I, I think what you talked about with it doesn't feel like work to you. You know, you just love it. And that's how I am. I mean, I can be working – any time of day or any on a weekend or a holiday or it doesn't matter because if I love what I'm doing, I have no regrets of going, yeah, I'm going to jump and do some work today. And I, I think you have to find that passion and figure out what you want to do. Yes. And you have to figure out how are you going to leave your legacy? What is the vision of what people are going to say to you at your funeral? Then you work backwards. What are the opportunities that I need to reach out to? Now, last month, I pitched over 60 media, uh, TV, radio, and, and print uh, media outlets. And it was a publicity summit. And now it's a full-time job now to follow up with these people. We had two and a half minutes each with these people. And now it's up to me to do the follow-up so that I develop a relationship. So I have that. I have other opportunities that have come up in in, um, in, in the corporate world that I'm exploring and and then I have another opportunity with this big entrepreneurial organization that 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 I've penetrated, and then of course I have my uh, coaching clients that I'm taking care of. So there's just a lot of moving balls in the air, but that's all part of the process of moving up and leaving leaving the uh, the world a better place. And 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 then my mind is now like thinking of the second book that I need to write on extraordinary leadership. Um, because the book that I wrote, How to Permanently Erase Negative Self-Talk, has been so enlightening and, and powerful for everybody that has read it. And, and I know, you know, there's a missing piece in the leadership development world. Um, looking at internal family systems, which is the modality of healing that I'm trained in, it's evidence-based modality of permanent emotional healing that really brings out the most extraordinary version of you. So that book hasn't for leadership development. So I feel that it is my duty. It's my soul's calling. That's part of the other, that's the legacy that I want to leave. Um, and, and we'll get there. I, I don't know how soon that's going to happen, but it's all part of, part of the process, the never ending yeah. process right. of, of, of entrepreneurship. Absolutely. And let me ask you, I've got four just kind of quick answer, quick questions before we go, but what do you enjoy most about being an entrepreneur? Uh, the, the freedom to call my own shots. Mm-hmm, definitely. And opposite question, you know, what is the most challenging part for you? Especially when you haven't been being, you haven't been in the entrepreneurial world as long as you were in the corporate world. The challenge is I cannot clone myself. <laughs> There's <laughs> yes. so much to do and a lot of this stuff. And I said, okay, what can be delegated away to a VA? I, I've never, I mean, I, I had a web designer that I occasionally engage in the services with, but a VA, I've never had 
I've never done. I've done everything myself because a lot of the stuff that had to be done, I have to do it. And even even the uh, the work of follow up with the media stuff, I have to do it. I was the one that had the conversations with these people. I I'm gonna you know each one is gonna be tailored based on the conversation. The note. So the challenge is trying to clone myself. Eventually, I think I'm gonna have stuff figured out where it could be delegated. But all of the stuff that I do now, networking, talking with people, making phone calls, I have to do that because it's my voice and my energy that moves the needle. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, what is a go-to tool you use online, whether it can help with your business or personally with your life? A go-to tool that I like is is a program that I use to take all the uh, notes of my clients all in one place and, and appointments and stuff. It's called coachesconsult.com. Okay. So I've used that program for the last four years, and it's just a great way of keeping everything organized. Great. I will, I'll I'll put that in the show notes as well. And then last piece of advice before we go, what is something you would tell an entrepreneur who is, is looking to really level up and be a better version of themselves in life and at work? A better version? You must do your inner work to erase all of these little voices that come up as you get bigger and bigger. And those voices are going to come up because they're all like these young parts of you that are saying, who do you think you are? And even as I get bigger and bigger, I continue to do my own work um, because new slayers come up. So you got to do the right type of inner work, not just like go to a therapist and talk about the same thing over and over again. And so if people read my book, How to Permanently Erase Negative Self-Talk, they're going to get so much insight on what that's about. And before they go buy the book, I'm going to give them a freebie, which is the, the protocol, the download of how the steps that it requires to permanently erase negative self-talk. And they could get that immediate download for free by going to nonegativetalk.com. Great. Thank you so much for doing that. I appreciate that. Right. And before we wrap up, is you know, is there any other place you want our listeners to go to or is that the best place to find you? My regular website is bemoreextraordinary.com. And if they want to get a hold of me, it's emily at bemoreextraordinary.com. And then uh, to get this free download of uh, uh, understanding the protocol of how to permanently erase negative self-talk so you could be extraordinary, go to nonegativetalk.com. Great. Well, Emily, it has been a pleasure having you on here today. I really appreciate your time. And um, I know our listeners are just eating this up. So I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Stacey, for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Hey, before you go, I want to ask you, do you love listening to the Business Rescue Roadmap? Would you like to work with me one-on-one? If so, go to stacytushel.com forward slash coaching. For a limited time, I have a few spots each week. I take on less than one client every day where I help you save your business and rescue your life. And I help you design your own personal business rescue roadmap. I hope you check it out. stacytushel.com forward slash coaching. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Business Rescue Roadmap. Be sure to visit stacytushel.com for more free content, videos, and online courses like the Get Focused Academy that helps you let go of distractions and take the action necessary to achieve your dreams. We look forward to helping you save your business and rescue your life here on the Business Rescue Roadmap.